0: hello and welcome to the house of Hanno podcast we are wrapping up april 2023 with beautiful weather we had a good weekend hope everybody out there had a good weekend i am one of your hosts jared Hanno. this is my co-host my beautiful wife carissa say hello carissa.
1: hello Hi there.
0: wishing everybody a happy sunday evening we just wrapped up our evening with a nice walk around the neighborhood with our dog chili Took the girls out to get one last little bit of exercise while it's still warm enough to do so. Not that it's going to get super cold again, but it is supposed to kind of get cloudy and maybe a little bit of rain coming back. So,
1: Plus, everything's blooming right now. It's beautiful.
0: It's nice out.
1: All the spring smells, cut grass, all the flowers.
0: Yeah. Friday, got home, got off of work, took Chili over to Malala River State Park, took him for a walk. It uh, It takes over you. It feels good. Had a lot going on. Uh, Margot had a dance competition on Friday. Uh, I unfortunately wasn't able to attend because I was at work and it was sort of a midday thing. But her team, what was the award they got?
1: They got, um, well, they get ranked according to their score. So they got platinum, which is like the highest, um, say it's like a 90 to a, you know, 91 to 100 points or whatever. It's basically like the highest point score chunk you can get i,
0: I kind of remember they they had gold platinum and then didn't they have like a, a gold a double platinum or something like that well, see this is what's
1: so weird about studio competitions it's like every single competition has their own theme so like some of them are one of them has to do with gems it's like ruby emerald diamond whatever and then some of them are gold high gold platinum whatever but either way
0: yeah, dance vision did Oregon great. city did great margo i'm sure did great Wish I could have been there to see it because I love watching her dance. She dances with spirit and passion, and
1: she does. She she took a little, a little, a little tumble in the middle of the performance, but she got right back up and kept going and um, recovered, recovered great.
0: And I'm sure that little tumble rocked her, but she'll <laughs> she'll be fine.
1: She it did rock her, but you know what. This was much better than there has been other little issues and stuff. There was no tears, so it was much better. Yeah. She's doing great.
0: She's getting tough. Uh, Saturday was a heck of a day. Woke up and went to Defy, which is an indoor trampoline gym out in Beaverton off Denny Road, 217. Super fun. All the kids, including myself, who may be the biggest kid, had a good time jumping on the trampolines, bouncing everywhere. It was a, co- a cool. Pl-
1: it was a cool place. I feel like it, in my head, I thought it was just going to be trampolines, but there was like slides that you can kind of launch yourself off on, zipline stuff, obstacle course, dodgeball, and I think stuff it to was, climb on. Like it was a really, really cool place for lots of different ages of kids.
0: And we were there early enough to where our three year old had some room to kind of do her thing for a while and jump on her own trampolines without big kids coming through and scaring her because she gets intimidated. But I was very proud of Georgia. She did her thing yeah: And then after that, uh, so we did the, the we did the trampoline gym from nine till about what 11. It's like 11.30. 30
1: 11
0: 30.: left Beaverton, went over to a basketball game for Margot in Milwaukee at Milwaukee High School, uh, which we had to be there at 1245. so once again, very proud of Margot for being nine years old. And coming off of a very rowdy birthday party and going and playing in a basketball game and still giving a lot of her effort, if not all of it. Very yeah, proud she was of her.
1: so sweaty coming out of that gym, out of the um, trampoline park. I thought, oh god, this is gonna be this is gonna be a struggle at the basketball game. But she hustled and she was yeah, did awesome.
0: On the way there, she was definitely showing signs of slowing down, and I thought maybe she was gonna crash and burn for a second. But she and you got to give and-
1: yourself some kudos too. You're the coach of the basketball team. He well, does a great job with the kids.
0: You know, if they I They all had fun. If I can work an 8-hour day, I can jump trampolines and coach basketball for a couple hours, you know. That's no biggie. Um special thank you to Shane and Hillary. Shane is my brother, Hillary is his wife. They always put on great birthday parties and are very open and inviting to everyone and they just completely go out of their way and they're always big and can't say thank you enough guys my kids had a great time and you guys are awesome for that so thank you Shane and Hillary uh Margo had kind of an intense moment uh, during her week uh, it's kinda weird when your nine-year-old comes home and says that they're having race wars at school. What she meant by that was there is one of the brown girls who was talking about stupid white people and making comments like that. Somebody's been feeding those things in that poor little girl's ears, and she's repeating something that she thinks somebody might be proud of hearing, I suppose.
1: And it's sad. I've, I've seen this girl. I've volunteered at the school quite a bit. I've gone on field trips, all these things. She's always been polite, like not somebody that you would look at and say, she's the bully. You know, you I mean, like you definitely when you go on field trips and when you're volunteering in the classroom, you get a kind of a sense of who the kids are. You can usually tell right off the bat. But um you know, so it's it's hard, I feel like, when you see these kids on a personal level, too, you've seen them grow up a little bit, and it's like, you just feel sad in a way. You feel like, what's she going through in her house? What's happening to her? That she's feeling like she needs to be mean to other kids at school.
0: And, and yeah. It's, Which
1: is kind of how our conversation went with Margo, too. It was kind of more like, you know.
0: It's hard to explain to a young kid that you've just got to rise above it. You know, the saying, don't be a hater, be greater let them do what they're going to do and say what they're going to say. Like I said, somebody has been feeding that and we try our best to make Margot understand that whole dynamic. and And
1: I think, you know, it is a big deal. It's, it's hard to kind of wrap your brain around. I feel like in the world that we live in, I really can't say I'm shocked that something like that happens at school. You know, I mean, I just feel like it, is a conversation that lots of people have had to have with their kids. I suppose we're just lucky that we haven't had to have it yet.
0: And I'm aware of it. I suppose it's, you know, let's be real. Canby is not extremely diverse. We I think we're
1: a little more diverse than some areas,
0: but uh, Yeah, but it's country diverse. And and by that I, I don't mean any offense by this, but I think anybody could understand that where there are nurseries, you have a certain A certain race that is prevalent In those workers and that happens to be Hispanic people and So therefore in a lot of country areas Like Canby, like Malala Like Sandy and some of these surrounding Clackamas County areas You have these schools where you have A lot of Country white kids and a lot of Hispanic kids And I don't want to get too deep into this Because you know it's a sensitive topic And we want to keep this show lighthearted, But It's just a shame to know that somebody's feeding that into that kid's ear. And you just hope not to hear that repeated so much. But again, it's, you know, let's be better out there, adults. Let's not.
1: And I think that's all we kind of talked to Margo about, too, is that it was like, I think a lot of kids at school were really over-dramatizing it and trying to say, I don't want to go to this school anymore, kind of like making it a bigger thing. And I said, you know what, honey? Actually, I actually played her. It randomly came up this really good video with Michelle Obama talking about how kids are just practicing the person that they're going to be when they grow up someday. So if you practice kindness, you practice, um, you know, getting your homework done, getting up and getting on time to school and all these things are just, you're just practice for the adult that you're going to become. And so we kind of just talked to Margo too about, you know, show kindness to people, be respectful of people, try not to say, you know, harsh and hurtful things to other people. And that's just practice. But also, kids make mistakes and we kind of said hopefully the the principal came in and spoke to him I'm actually very proud of how the school handled it the principal came right in and talked to all the kids they sent an email out to the parents and I said hopefully after this it'll just kind of get squashed and everybody will just be able to move on and learn from it and grow from it and have a better understanding and maybe you know kind of just be able to move on
0: from it yeah and let's let's soften up the subject matter for our children out there 9 years old. Now nine, 9 year olds don't need to be having those kind of conversations and I know the grade schoolers and including myself and my buddies we all thought we were cool cuz we said a few cuss words and this and that but I certainly don't remember talking about race wars at the age of 9. So let's lighten it up on these kids. Uh kind of ironic that she comes home talking about race wars. Jerry Springer died at the age of 79 this week and i'm just going to go ahead and say it i have watched a ton of jerry springer uh my brothers and i maybe not shane so much shane shane always
1: did he he rise above jerry springer that was his
0: rise above was that shane was always you know he kind of had somewhere to go socially he had some boys to go hang with or maybe some girls that wanted to hang with him or something but just didn't find himself as often sitting there trying to pass the time watching Jerry Springer. But my brother Bill and I definitely got down with some Jerry Springer and Jenny Jones and Ricky Lake. Yeah. It,
1: and I, we were too busy at our house watching soap operas. There was not that much daytime TV happening. We were all about the soap operas. That could at have house. been our
0: neighbors half the time for, you know, we we lived in a trailer park and not everyone who lives in a trailer park is trashy there are very nice people that live in trailer homes just because that's where they want to live but you know some <laughs> of them people on Jerry Springer when you watch it you just you recognize those personalities and it's a it's fun to sit back and kind of watch the dynamite go boom that you've kind of seen the fuse lit for a long time but Jerry Springer rest in peace you entertained me and my uh my boys many an afternoon and we appreciated your show even though it was frowned upon by many so (laughs) but I think he was kind of a sweet
1: guy though he was on Dancing with the Stars (laughs) he kind of showed a softer side then too
0: it's what's funny about Jerry Springer is he had such heinous people on his show and I shouldn't say people are heinous but he had the kind of people on your show that you wouldn't necessarily want to live next to and strangely, he is one of the nicest seeming people out there. And he was mm. ended his show with this very polite final thought. I and totally, he, forgot, about and totally forgot about that. And there was a message. Totally forgot about that. Here, you've just watched two Let's strippers fight in a in a mud bath over a pimp or something like that. And he's going to end it with a final thought to make you go home and think about something after you've just watched Jerry <laughs> Springer. And then you're going to see an infomercial after that that's going to advertise VHS tapes and DVDs of women flashing the crowd on his show because that was too hot for TV, Nineteen ninety nine plus shipping and handling. Definitely knew somebody who had those DVDs. Yes, we watched those as well.
1: I know somebody that had one too, but I'm not going to reveal it.
0: Yeah, we'll keep those people secret. But, <laughs> man, whether it was that, Girls Gone Wild, yes, I knew people that had those. I knew somebody that had a video called Bum Fights that was homeless people getting paid to fight and brutalize themselves.
1: Before the internet.
0: Oh, the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> that That 92 through 95 where we were just kind of didn't quite have internet yet. What a time. That was, you had to know somebody who knew somebody who knew a guy. And it was just the feeling when you got a hold of that rare sought after videotape. I can remember before Jackass was a thing. CKY was the name of Bam Margera and his brother's group where they got together and did all these stunts. And it was just them in a parking lot of a grocery store with a shopping cart. Bombing down hills and flying into bushes and trying to, you know, look stupid. But we got a hold of one of those tapes through a friend of mine. And I'd want to say it was my buddy Lanny, but we got a hold of that tape and it just felt like you had this underground, like a peek into this world nobody else could know about. And suddenly then you started seeing these guys on MTV and it blew up and became this big thing. But it was. How could it have not? I mean, the moment my friends and I watched that in the basement of our Park Rose house, not only were we just laughing hysterically, but we were rewinding it and watching it over and over again. So the writing was definitely on the wall with all that stuff. What <laughs> Again, and that was pro you know, by then that was actually early 2000s, but some of that 90s energy been into that still, you know.
1: Yeah, what two different worlds we grew up in. I'm like, I have no idea what any of that stuff was until That's I met <laughs> you and you told me about that. But definitely, I did not know about any of that. I
0: grew up in, not not the He-Man Woman Haters Club, because we definitely weren't hating women by any means. But we were kind of, well, we kind of wanted to have a little bit of that about us. We thought we were pretty cool, or at least wanted to be. <laughs> we were boys, there's no doubt about it. I I grew up amongst many of boys, and we were gross, stinky, dirty boys. That's proud of it. Fellas, love you all. Speaking of which, uh, we had intended to have a particular guest on this week's show, uh, but that guest was feeling under the weather, and we don't want to bring anybody on here that's not feeling their best, so...
1: For another week. He'll definitely come on another week, though.
0: Yes. He will come on another week, and I think you'll all enjoy hearing from him because this he has an amazing story to tell, and I think anybody can find inspiration. So we look forward to having him. But uh, for this week, we just decided to focus on family because that's what built this. That's what we focus most on. That's what's most important to us, and it's what should be important. because. If we're not all together, we'll fall apart. And yeah, that's right. We I think can both say that we're lucky to each have been raised by great parents. Um and that's tricky for me because from the outside I don't think any a lot of people could see that. Um my childhood wasn't conventional. My childhood had a lot of speed bumps. But My mother is so strong and so wise and taught us boys everything she could, and I think all of the right information got through, and I give her so much credit for that. And my dad didn't have such an easy road of just being a dad raising three boys, and that's a story to be told down the road, but I want to give my dad credit for stability, I suppose, and just showing us how to be men and teaching us the right things about being men. So, happy that I was raised by good people. Um, Carissa, I know your parents are great, but tell us why. I feel
1: like you're so much better at words than I am. It's so hard to follow that up. But um, I love my parents. We have a super super tight knit family. I'm one of four, um, you know, grew up in a very traditional sense, very stable, very, you know, kind of what people would consider normal.
0: And yeah, um, real quick, let, let's let define real quick. So my family was Terry, the mother, Keith, the father, Shane, the oldest born in 1981. I'm the middle child born in 1982 and Billy is the youngest, born in nineteen eighty five. That is the immediate Hanno family that I come from. Go ahead.
1: Um, yep. I have both my parents married, um, still married to this day, grew up kind of in the country, kind of in a neighborhood, but definitely kinda um, you know, we had one acre, we definitely had lots of room to spread out, play in the backyard, did had lots of cousins we hung out with, um, and my dad's just a super hard worker. Both my parents are really hard workers. My mom was a stay-at-home mom for many years and really did everything, you know, in the sense it was a very traditional, like, my dad got home from work, either worked in the yard, worked in the shop. My mom did all the cooking, cleaning, raising kids, our daily schedule stuff. Um,
0: I've known I've known your parents as long as I've known mine, come to think of it, you know, almost. I, You know, I've known your parents for for 20 years now. Mm-hmm. Um what I can say about your parents is again, with your mom, she is such a rock. She's always there no matter what. It, no matter what you need at any time, Kathy is there and she'll be there and you can depend on her. She is such a foundation. Your dad builds everything so well around that foundation, and that's what makes them such a a good not only you know marriage but good parents is I think that your mom takes care of everything on a domestic level, and your dad sort of takes care of everything on a professional level, if that makes sense. even though your mom works and has always had you know worked full- time and retired but they just have such a good system together of knowing exactly what needs to be taken care of and doing their part and such stability. And I admire that. And I try and take from that so much. And I've learned so much from your dad and he's taught me patience and how not to rush into things and do things right and do things properly. And I, It's something that I'm not the best at, and so when I see it, I acknowledge it, and Ron Peterson is definitely that. Respect. Shout out, Ron. Yeah. So, uh, other than that, man, we've just been hanging. we got the NBA playoffs going on this week. That's been fun. A lot of exciting games. Don't know who I'm rooting for. I kind of like Miami just because Jimmy Butler is a dog and he's out there eating, so... I can appreciate the Miami Heat might be rooting for them. NFL draft went down. Hard to say what the pieces Buffalo got is going to mean. You know, we got a tight end. We got a guard. We'll see what it does. You know, in my opinion, I think we need defense, but I won't go off on attention on that. We'll just say that the draft went good, and uh, we just had more proof that, You are seeing some real athletes now playing quarterback. Um, It is no longer Joe Namath who can just throw the ball a mile. You are seeing world-class, phenomenal athletes being drafted at quarterback. And this year's draft was no exception. So we'll see where it goes. Carissa, what have you been watching lately? (laughs)
1: Well, I have been well, I've been watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is one of my favorites. It's the last season. I just think all the all the characters are hilarious. All the actors do really good in it. But I love the fashion, just the the like landscape of everything set in New York City in the 1950s and early 1960s. It's just a really cool vibe. Really like that. Um I was trying to do a little test run, watch it to see if I could watch it with Margot the Rise, Ry- Grease, The Rise of the Pink Ladies. It's on Paramount Plus. It's rated PG thirteen, but I thought, well, she really wanted to watch it. She loves musicals. We have like to watch that kind of stuff together. But um,
0: and if you've honestly, if you've watched, which I think Margot has just seen the original Grease, and if hmm. she's seen that, I don't think PG thirteen is going to touch that, no matter. But what. I think
1: that has such like innuendos. I think a lot of it goes over her head. But this is like. The main topic is a girl that kind of gets caught up with a guy, and there's a rumor that she does goes goes all the way with them and all this kind of stuff. So it's definitely like, nope, this is a no. But it's a cute series. It's it's good.
0: Yeah, good that's enough. That, that's tough to explain. Go all the way.
1: Yeah, so it's just uh, you know, not right now, but that's okay. It's a cute show. I don't. I wouldn't say it's like an a A plus, but it's cute.
0: So that's what we're watching. And speaking of kids and what we do or don't want our kids to watch, we decided that since we're talking family, what better guest to bring on than our two daughters, Margot and Georgia. So we are going to ask them some fun questions. We are going to let you guys kind of get to know who they are and listen to their personalities a bit. And we hope you enjoy that. So yeah, let's bring on Margo and Georgia. Hanno kids, Hanno kids. Tell the about how you live. Hanno kids. We would now like to welcome to the House of Hanno podcast the two most special guests we could ever imagine. They are the driving force behind the House of Hanno. They are the reason we get up and go to work every day. They are the ones we love the most. They are beautiful, smart, fun, active. They are Margot Kathleen and Georgia Moon Hanno, our daughters. <laughs> Say Welcome hi. to the show
2: Hello Say hi. Hello.
0: So we wanted to have the girls on the show Obviously because They are What created this show They are the ones that sit at the dinner table with us And we Play our fun games with them And we are very excited to have them So Margo How old are you?
2: I am nine years old.
0: And Georgia, how old are you?
2: Three. Hold on, say
0: it again. That three. She is three years old. <laughs> what would you say at this time is your favorite song?
2: Actually, I don't really know.
0: You don't know? Is well, that what because your, so many?
1: What's your most recent song that's your favorite? Victoria's Secret. Okay, Victoria's Secret by Jax, is that who sings it? Yeah. Okay.
0: And Georgia, what is your favorite song right now?
2: Um, um, that's the song from the Oma to the- named it um. <laughs> I like that
0: I think the name of the song is Send Me On My Way, and I think it's by Rusted Roots
2: is the name of that group,
1: maybe? Yeah, she's been into the old Matilda lately after having the new Matilda, a long run of that one. And that's pretty much the only song that's on the old Matilda. The girls
0: love Matilda no matter what. I love the new one because it's got all kinds of fun music, and the girls have sang along with every one of the songs, and as a parent, you get to know some of them. And honestly, those songs are pretty fun. The Old Matilda with Danny DeVito has definitely a different feel to it. I don't know what that was, but oh, we're we're dropping things in here. It's
1: going to be a little chaotic, but that's okay.
0: But The Old Matilda's also pretty fun in its own regard and it's it's unique in that way. What is your favorite movie without saying Matilda since we kind of led into that one talking about, you know, through music. What's your favorite movie? Okay, right hold on. Now? Let's Just
1: let know. should we let Georgia answer first? Okay, what's your favorite movie?
2: Um, I think I like, um, um, it, I like the, um, I like the, um, I like the, I would, um, I like, um...
0: Let's take some time to think about that one, Gigi. Mar- we'll come back to you, okay. I'm going to
1: let Margo answer first, okay? Okay. Margo, Margo what would you
0: say right now is your favorite movie?
2: Um... Probably, that's hard. Um, I, I, I really like to watch shows. I don't really watch movies, but if I had to say one, probably going to be... Um
0: Perhaps we should let this be a lesson to us. Look at all the content that's out there, and these girls have millions okay, of well, movies to choose Okay, well, what's the
1: movie from. that's kind of like... Um not an adult movie but like live action actors that you think's hilarious there's a lot of funny comedians in it it's something that you and daddy a movie that you guys would like to watch together that's yeah. pretty what, funny. What's a
0: good movie you would recommend to somebody?
1: Mm,
2: Sandlot.
0: There you go. Sandlot. That's
1: a good one. You know what I was thinking that you love <laughs> has Adam Sandler in it.
2: Grown Ups. Yeah,
1: she does love Grown Ups. Okay, what's your favorite movie, Gigi? Uh, um, Fre- Shrek.
0: Showed the girls Shrek a couple weeks ago, and got to say it still holds up. That movie's over twenty years old now, and it's still a very you know the animation still looks current enough, and it's a good movie. It's a good one, yeah. yeah. Shrek holds up. Shout out. Also, I wanted to you know, Margot mentioned Grown Ups, and as a parent, that movie is a blessing because it's got its couple of moments where they maybe cross a few lines, but but it's barely. But other than that, they managed to make a very funny movie, and it has little to no profanity in it. I can feel comfortable with Margot watching it. And she's watched it since she was, what, five, six years old?
2: Yeah. Six.
0: Six. Yeah, so I appreciate that. And that's something that's funny as you get older and you become a parent and you think, I just want something that I can laugh along with with my kids that doesn't have a bunch of cussing and or subject matter. They don't need to be watching at that age. So thank you, Adam Sandler, for that one.
1: If you're hearing any funny sounds in the background, Georgia has one of those, like, stretchy tube things no, that when you pull It's called it... a
2: pop tube. Oh, okay, a pop tube.
0: She's got a pop tube and... Uh...
2: So I am... Um... So I am...
0: Um... How about this one? If you could recommend a book to somebody out there. What would be a good book you'd recommend right now?
1: Margo.
2: Res Dogs. I mean, if you're Native American, like some culture of Native, Native American, you might like the book Res Dogs.
0: Okay. All right. Gigi, what's a good book you might recommend to somebody?
2: Um, my, um, the, um, my, um, Jane book.
0: Dream book. I'll tell you what, Dream Georgia okay. Georgia pulled out a book the other night and had me read it to her, and it was really cute, and I can't remember the title of it. It's, oh,
2: it's um, The Day the Crayons Quit.
0: The Day the Crayons Quit, and what it is is it's a bunch of letters that each color crayon wrote to the owner of the crayons, and so the blue crayon is appreciating all the use but maybe gets a little bit too much use because of all the sky and ocean and everything that you fill in with such big areas of blue. And it was a really cute book. Had actually a good time reading it to the girls. And also, be sure to read to your kids. It's good time spent. It's I should have said it's time well spent. You would think I don't read very often. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, read to your kids. It's fun. Time well spent. Something you should do. It's, it's a good way to spend time together.
1: And I feel like for the most part, we're reading books to Georgia that have to do with something she's getting ready to do, like the binky fairy and getting rid of your binky. Next up is going to be all the potty training books, yes. all that kind of stuff. Remember, your favorite book is, what does the person say in the potty training book that you like?
2: Um, It says, bye-bye, beep beep, bye-bye <sighs> poo, bye-bye pee. Oh
0: my she goodness. She laughs, laughs every time of that part. You're bidding bidding farewell to your pee and your poop in that book? Yeah. Is that what we're doing? Okay. Yep. So we've come up with a little segment for the girls. Now that we've gotten to know you a little bit, we came up with a little segment that we just call Mom versus Dad. And we thought it would be fun to sort of ask you some things about mom and dad and see where you stand on them. So the first one, which parent is the most strict? Dad. Georgia. Georgia's pleading the fifth on this one.
2: Yeah, I don't know if she'll understand
1: she that. She may way. not understand the question. Yeah, that's okay.
0: So, so I'm the most strict.
2: Yes, you're always yelling at Gigi when when you're home and mom's out. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> getting
0: called
1: to the carpet. Called to the carpet.
0: Okay, for the record, I am loud. I am direct, and.
1: As most dads usually are. I mean, I feel like most dads are, you know.
3: I don't talk like this when I'm talking to my kids because I want to make sure they understand what I'm
0: saying when I'm talking to them. So yeah, I suppose I can take that and thank you for your honesty.
2: Okay.
0: (laughs) Which parent is the
3: most fun? Dad.
0: Oh, see, most tricked
3: and
1: most fun. That's kind of cool. Okay, Gigi. Is mommy or daddy more fun? Oh. oh. <laughs> For those who
0: don't know, Tita is my mom grandma on <laughs> my side of the family. Tita is more fun than both of us. We Combined, both lose yeah. that round so or at least we I got 1 point but otherwise Yeah. Sorry. Mommy's really
1: Mommy's really not fun apparently.
0: Okay. Who is the most adventurous?
2: That's easy. That's Daddy.
0: That's Daddy. Oh wow. Okay. Although Carissa is always down to Take a good hike and do some wild things. I think we could all agree that it's me that's going to climb up top of a huge boulder if I see one, and very true. Or to take a somewhere sketchy,
2: or it's me that's going to climb up a like like twenty foot tall tree.
0: Margot has definitely become a skilled tree climber. It's something I loved doing when I was a kid. And there is a tree at Malala River State Park that is great for practicing if you want your kids to climb trees and feel safe. Because, honestly, I think even if Margo were to fall off any point where she's climbing, the worst thing that could happen is probably a bump here. But she would hang up on a branch or two. And it's, it's a great tree. Climb okay, trees. Have fun. Georgia. Go out.
1: Who has more adventures, mommy or daddy? Oh,
0: okay. There it is. They agree. Hey, what can I say? I, he I is love adventurous. to go out and very adventurous. See what can be interesting and fun. Okay, who is the funniest? Dad. Man. She's
1: getting all of them. <laughs> Gigi. Who's mo- who's more funny, mommy or daddy?
2: Mommy. Oh.
0: I will say, in mommy's defense. The girls love their mommy, and I see the way that they smile and laugh with mommy, and it is pure, and there is no doubt that our girls love their mommy because they have a great one.
1: Oh, thank you. But their daddy is pretty silly.
0: But I'm a shameless goofball, because I like attention.
1: Who is the best cook? Mom. Who's the best cook, mommy or daddy? Daddy.
2: Daddy. Oh, what
1: does Daddy make that you like?
2: Uh, he makes popcorn.
1: Oh,
0: I do make a mean batch of popcorn. <laughs> I think I like said it for... It says 145, but I go 146 for that extra little... Extra burn. Crisp.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No, uh, if I'm being sincere, I don't hold a candle to Carissa's cooking. She's an exceptional cook. Anything she makes turns out just like the recipe in the picture looks like. She's a great cook and it's a reason that i could never be thin because (laughs) it keeps me so well fed with good food thank you honey i love you
1: oh thank you Margo. what's your favorite thing that i make
2: Mm, that's hard but you do make very 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 good brownies
0: oh I made some the other night that had a nice drizzle of caramel not caramel caramel on top of them
3: it was delicious
1: who? Hold on, Georgia oh, has something to oh, say.
2: Oh. Um, My favorite food is um apples. Oh, that's
1: a good one.
0: An apple a day keeps the doctor away. I wonder if that's... Is that really ever... Is that a thing? Um, I apples
1: mean, probably good just good pr- maybe for digestion. Right. It's got good, you know,
0: I don't know. Okay. Who loves our pets more?
2: Mom. Mm-hmm.
1: Georgia. Who loves Macy and Chili more, Mommy or Daddy? Uh,
2: daddy.
0: Oh, We've got a split decision on this one. Margo, why do you think Mommy loves the
3: pets more?
2: Because he's, she, um, well, I mean, that's, like, with both pets, That's that was kind of a hard one, but wait, let me switch my decision. Was it play or hang out? Love, okay.
0: Who cares for the
3: pets more?
2: Actually, no, that's Dad. Bam.
3: Oh, jeez.
2: Who cares for her more? Because that's that's because um, Daddy likes he likes to wrestle with Chili, and he also makes sure that Macy gets her snuggles every day.
0: Bam. Before I I will say, I get up for work sometimes at as early as four in the morning, and, and no matter yeah, what, that cat gets a good pet before I leave. I Gigi would like to say that she went to McDonald's. Make no mistake. Okay. How about this one? Who is more smart?
1: Ooh, who's Gigi? Who's the smartest, mommy or daddy? Margo. Okay.
2: Margo is very intelligent. Smarter. Okay,
1: so Margo, who's smarter, mommy or daddy? Um,
2: Probably.
0: Again, we've got a split decision. Carissa is more, more organized studious. than I am, more studious. Carissa will do the proper research to re- You know what I mean? Come test day, more there is no a. question. Carissa yeah. will be more prepared for that test. I think I just maybe ask a lot of questions.
1: More curious, yes, creative, yeah. Yes.
0: All right, and our final question. This one's going to really hurt. <laughs>
1: Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> We've been preparing for this one emotionally for some time now. Margo, Georgia, between your mom and your dad, who is the better dancer?
1: Dad. Georgia, who's the better dancer, mommy or daddy? Mama. Oh. And
0: that's the right way to end out on that one. Yes. For those that don't know, Carissa was captain of her dance team in high school. She is a great dancer. She can move.
1: Well, I coached for many years as
2: well. She also coached me a solo, too. I did
1: choreograph a solo for her just
2: for fun.
0: I just love music. I love love dancing. What can I say? I don't think I'm a great dancer by any means, but I do enjoy it.
2: He tried to do the Get Sturdy one time and it was...
0: Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, I'm not doing all these TikTok dances, which, by the way... I want to make a public statement. All these TikTok dances are just kids doing moves that we were busting back in the 90s. Everybody that knows what we were doing in the 80s and 90s sees right through these TikTok dances nowadays. But do your thing, kids. I see you. We've prepared some final questions for you girls. And we thought we'd have a little fun, and we'd just do some trivia.
1: And this is something, too, that at the dinner table, just going back to how different minds work. I might be the more organized one, things like that. I definitely do not have a brain for coming up with trivia questions and things like that, being creative. And it is something that Jared can just kind of pull right out of his hat when we're sitting at the table eating, just comes up with questions and can ask the girls and they have so much fun with it and they love it.
0: It is weird and I don't know why, but I used to do this going back to his... I mean, I was probably nine, ten years old and we would sit at the dinner table and I would host trivia with my family and just ask them random questions that I knew the answer to because, you know, whatever. But yeah, it's... I don't know why. I'm sure somebody could give me the psychological breakdown of why I don't like silence, but it's always been something I do. And
1: Well, and I think just different. Like I feel like I can answer a lot of trivia questions, but to come up with the question itself I think takes a special creative mind. so.
0: So we've come up with a little game for the girls that is called who, what, and where. The first question, Margot, is who? Here are your clues. I am 24 years old. I am from North Carolina, and my initials are JD. Who am I?
2: Jesse James Decker?
0: I don't know. That's a quality answer. But I'll give give you another clue. clue, Here's another clue. Here's a bonus clue. I am a very famous boy on YouTube. My first name is Jimmy.
2: Oh, that's Mr. Beast, but his real name is Jimmy.
0: This guy, Mr. Beast, he is doing big numbers out there. Margot watches all his content, but most of it is not too bad. Most, I don't know if anybody's ever seen Sniper Wolf, and I'm naming names here, but <laughs> Sniper terrible. Wolf is terrible. She is a tryhard. She covers a lot of content that I think children are drawn to in a non-responsible way or irresponsible way. I think like she it, she
1: draws a smaller or. An, you know, younger demographic in but it's not appropriate I, I
0: think she knows who her demographic is and I think she's mishandling it I think she's yeah. speaking in terms that are a little too adult for children I think she's it, you just have to give it one glance and you would understand what I mean but yeah Mr. Beast not too bad at all okay Margo the next question is what here are your clues I am orange I am round, and I bounce all over the place. What am I?
2: An orange? I don't know.
0: Okay, I am orangish-brown. Let's say that. Sort of orangish-brown. Margot just used one of me today. I bounce A all basketball? Over the, there you go. And finally, where? I am a big place. I have a lot of dogs that hang out where I am. And you can look on the river and see boats when you walk my trails. Where am I?
2: Savage Island. Oh, that's...
0: Margo has just outsmarted the game right yeah. there because my answer correct, was Malala yeah. River State Park, but I'm going to accept Salvi Island as a correct answer. We were just there last weekend. Mm-hmm. Great place. Go have there some fun. Go there, walk around, take the trails, walk the beach. Stay away from certain parts of the beach. Research, you'll find out what I mean. Otherwise, Salvi's Island, great place.
1: Georgia. Okay. GG, ready?
0: Here are your questions. Mm-hmm. What is the toy that you dip in water and the hair changes color. Um,
2: a Barbie color of you. That is right.
0: Good job, Gigi. Okay, who am I? I have big ears. I have a big clubhouse, and I have other friends that hang along with me. Who am I? Georgia.
1: She's losing interest.
3: We just heard somebody helping him out with the answer, but that's right. Uh, yeah. The answer is Mickey Mouse.
1: Georgia's starting to lose a little uh, Hiya,
0: interest here. Okay, and finally.
3: Hi,
1: pal. Hiya, pal.
0: Okay, finally, Georgia.
1: Here's your last here's your last one, babe.
0: Where do you go to get a happy meal with chicken nuggets?
2: Um a happy little place.
0: What's the restaurant called? Um
2: McDonald's.
0: That's right. Yes. And good job. the girls get their happy meals from Nana. Nana we love you. I appreciate that you take my girls to make them have fun little experiences and have their happy meals. I think it's cute and I'm not mad at them eating a little bit of fast food now and then because it's all about the fun. We're here for a good time not a long time ladies and gentlemen.
1: And we made it about 10 minutes, and now they're fighting.
0: And that's usually how it goes here in the House of Hanno as we now have two girls fighting over the toy that Georgia brought into the podcast. Thank you, girls, for joining us on the House of Hanno. We're going to get back to the regular okay, show. Say bye. Say bye, bye girls. bye.
1: Bye. Margo, say bye. Bye.
0: Kids. And that was our interview with our always entertaining Margo in Georgia. We love you, girls. Thank you very much for participating.
1: I hope you guys enjoyed listening to them. I know they had fun getting to record that and answer some questions.
0: Yes, we love our girls. They're always fun, even if they are a handful. What can I say? We asked for it. Uh, We want to thank everybody for listening this week. Uh, Be sure to check us out on Instagram. That is house underscore of underscore Hanno. You can also find this on Spotify. Just look under House of Hanno. We are also on SoundCloud. And if you want to send us an email, send it to houseofhanno at gmail.com. Love to hear any suggestions or anything like that. We appreciate all of you. Uh, Here's the song of the week. Have a good one.
3: I've got sunshine. What's
0: Georgia, I love you all with all my heart, thank you.